Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I've always been fascinated with the secret sauce, what makes people Steve Jobs and why do some people struggle. And in that light, I discovered five different truths, which you're going to hear about from Vikram today. And it's going to be time, financial, location, health, and mental freedom. And so with that, I'm always looking for guests on the cutting edge, making an impact and changing the world. So today's guest is Dr. Vikram, and he's the founder and CEO of Limitless MD. He's also also the CEO of Viking Capital, and he's going to talk to us all about how his work is embodying these five different freedoms. So Vic, welcome. Chris, I'm so excited to be on the podcast, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I know we had, uh, you know, it, it was great. I was on yours and now, um, you know, you're on mine. So tell the audience, you know, your story, you're a cardiologist, you're very well known, clinically renowned, and now you're doing other things, helping others. So tell people your story and how you're embodying these five freedoms that we talked about. Yeah, you know, when we when we start our medical journey, a lot of physicians are like, you know, uh, blinders are on so super laser focus and it's like let's just get to that next step next step next step and for us you know if just to reiterate right med it's undergrad to medical school it was very defined journey medical school to residency fellowship right defined journey then it's fellowship to maybe your first job pretty defined but a little bit of variation but pretty defined then the question is all right i bought the doctor car i bought the doctor house and my kids are in private school. Now what? Right. <laughs> and for now, what for most people is let me just chill and stay on this linear trajectory of comfort. And 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 there's some frustrations. And if you're not sure if there's frustrations as a physician, just go to your local doctor's lounge and see the conversations that that are that are to be had there. Right. They're talking about RVUs. They're talking about insurance companies cutting this or that. They're talking about the nasty patient. They're talking about the excess of consoles. They're talking about all the bureaucracy and paperwork, and they have to do notes at home. And then they're talking about the restrictions and how much free time they have, or you know, they're missing their kids' practice or missing their son's uh, basketball game or whatever. And then you know, they're making decent money, but they don't feel wealthy. They don't feel rich. 
and then they feel they feel constrained. And then a lot of people throw on the handcuffed model, right? These golden handcuffs, diamond handcuffs, if you will, whatever handcuffs you want, but they're still handcuffs. And so I was of the same vein, and I just unplugged from the matrix and I woke up and I was realizing there's a different way. And that's when I came across a couple of important distinctions of a linear MD and a limitless MD. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I love this idea of limitless because you really you're talking about you've already achieved some sort of success, but now you're talking about the next level and helping people impact. So, you know, a lot of doctors, they listen to this and they're like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm pretty set. I'm comfortable. I make, you know, 500K a year. I live in a good neighborhood. You know, I'm doing meaningful work. You know, why, why should I go limitless? Why can't I just, I, you know, I work for all of this. What, what is your response? Yeah. Uh, if you're asking that question, you're probably not right yet. You're not ready yet. And the reason is you have to have a level and, and I'm not, I'm not saying it because I'm challenging these people. I'm not saying it because I'm trying to be you know smart or anything. I'm just saying you have to hit what do I call threshold, a level of frustration that many few, few people in the world can understand. The reason is you have everything. You hit your goals. Your mom and dad are so proud of you. You're a physician. Your kids dress well. They're not nerds in the class. You get to drive nice cars. You take good vacations. You have a nice house. What more do you want? Why are you being selfish? And my answer to that is, I'm not being selfish, but I'm be am I being fully utilized in my life? Am I fully unfolding all my greatness, my epic possibilities, my legendary, you know, strengths? And the and to be honest with you, at some point, things become auto auto autopilot routine habit, and this comfort kills you inside slowly. It's not a fast kill. It's a slow kill. And many physicians feel that in their late 30s and early 40s. And if you haven't felt this, then then God, thank God that you're in the right sp space and keep doing what you're doing. But if you have felt it, don't yeah. deny it. Lean into that that this discomfort because discomfort creates drive. It creates change. It creates possibilities. And it forces you to look out of what's going on and inward and outward and so, so, so the the thoughts that I I had when I hit that that wall was, I'm a cardiologist, I'm doing well, I'm I'm having all these things, but like I, there's a ceiling on my income. There's also I had to beg for vacations. I had to get coverage. I'm a grown man, forty year old man, begging to take two weeks off a year. I help my group create so many different uh, avenues of income, but I don't get a piece of any of that. Mm. Uh, I. I want to practice medicine the way I want. I'm tired of just pills and things. I want to try to do something integrative, something functional, something wellness oriented, but that's not the paradigm that my current practice is in. I want to start investing in real estate, but I don't know how, and I don't even have time to do that. And I'm also worried about the stigma of being not just uh, like going beyond cardiology because everyone knows me as a cardiologist. What if, if I leave or I do something different, there's a stigma that a lot of physicians place. What if my patients don't want to come and, and see me because I, oh, this doctor's not serious. He's doing something else. Mm. And so there's all this languaging. And then my mom, who it was her dream for me to become a physician <laughs> and for me to like, you know, walk away from an Asian parenting, you know, dream to become an Asian parenting nightmare. That was something you had to rethink, right? So these are the things that were going in my mind. But here's what drove me. I want to be there with, for my kids. I don't want to be absentee dad. 
And to be honest, with you, to be a really good physician, there's an edge of absenteeism that a physician has to do to their children. Number two, I want to have no limits on my income. I want to earn seven figures, eight figures if I want to. I want to write a huge check to charity and not even feel it. I want to learn all the strategies to reverse disease instead of just manage it. Um, you know, I want to be around inspiring people versus pessimistic people. And so what I started doing was I started developing these freedoms in my mind. So one was financial freedom and time freedom, which is the number one and two thing that every physician who comes to me and wants to get coached or trained. And I'm sure, Chris, when you are branching out and doing your things, time and money is what everyone wants. That's great. But guess what? There's three other ones. Imagine having the ability to work from Dubai, Estonia, Latvia, South America, anywhere in the world you want. Number two, imagine having this bulletproof resilient mindset. I don't care what happens to the economy, who becomes president of the United States, uh, what happens with insurance companies, I can handle it. If someone in my family becomes ill, my children have issues, I, I have the resilient mindset to go after it and help them. And then finally, you know, I want to be healthy. Mm -hmm. and, and many doctors are, are, are the worst patients. They're obese, they are overweight, they have low energy. They're losing their hair. I mean, like the list goes on. Like low sex drive. Um, they have their skin is starting to age, and they don't have vitality. And when they come home, they're they're tired. Mm. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah. The Dalai Lama has a great phrase. He goes, "We spent the first half of our life sacrificing our health for wealth, and then the second half of our life we have to sacrifice our wealth just to regain our health again." When I saw this, I'm like, okay, I want the fry freedoms. I want time. I want money. I want mindset. I want location. And I want vitality. And then I want to do things on my terms. So what I came up with is a hell yes versus hell no mentality. So if things are a hell yes, I do it. If they're not, then I I, I walk away because mm -hmm. I want to be fully into whatever I'm doing. And, and, and the final thing I believe is whatever I touch turns to gold, but I have to touch it long enough. So those are the three founding philosophies of what I think is could make someone become a limitless MD. Yeah, yeah. You, there's so much to uh, unpack and unravel there because you know, um, you know, you talk about these five areas, and essentially, you know, a lot of them, you know, it's more meaning and more contribution and helping as opposed to you know a lot of we us we struggle and we hoard and you know we're struggling to survive and you know everything is about but now you're talking about giving and reciprocating and and having options so that's um you know when people hear that they're like oh okay now that makes more sense you know 500k and but i can't take vacation and my kids hate me and you know, versus the other, the other, the other question I have is so um, there's this always this dichotomy with the physician group is um, this idea where you're you have your golden handcuffs. Some people they love it, but then there's there's a there's a segment where it's like okay, if something happens, the economy or president, I lose my job or whatever. You know, I'm depend there. There are a lot of people depending on that. So how do you? distinguish this dichotomy between high income, you know, job versus financial freedom, financial independence, and the work that you're doing with physicians to help them uh, yeah. reconcile that. Yeah. Um, one, I just ended up marrying a doctor just in case. <laughs> no, I did marry a doctor. Uh, so my wife's amazing. Uh, she's a rheumatologist and, and she loves what she does. And, you know, but the cool thing is because of we've done what we've done and we've provided options, we've created multiple passive streams of income. I think I have like 
I don't know, 40 passive income streams right now. And mm. what that does is it allows my wife then to work on her terms. So she's a rheumatology hospitalist. She loves what she does. She's like the, you know, the house, uh, the guy, the, the, the sort of the Einstein of the hospital where they can't figure a case out. They call her and she comes in and she puts it all together, but she gets to work two and a half days a week now. And it's amazing. And she gets mm. to spend time with the kids and it's all that. So the goal guys is optionality. If you have optionality, you have happiness. And another reason why you would have happiness is progress. If you're making progress on all the categories of your life, you feel happy as well. And I would say, let's use joy as your GPS. If you're truly happy, you don't need to change a thing. Just learn from Chris and learn about all these different things. But if there's any discontent or if there's a frustration or if there's there's something that's not the same level of what you want at this you know, at this you know, and here's a formula for happiness: your 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 blueprint equals your life conditions. And so if you get to the point where, you know, your life conditions are different than the blueprint you had in your mind, that's when that's called suffering or unhappiness. But mm -hmm. if your life conditions are greater than your blueprint, then you're like overjoyed. And so what I'm asking is look inside and find out what is the blueprint you expected at this stage of your life that would you, would you what you wanted. And as long as your life conditions are not there, there's a gap. And that's where and be excited about the gap because you had a gap, Chris, and that's what force you to create all these amazing things and learn all these strategies and help all these people. Same thing with me. These gaps help us drive us forward. And so um, back to your point of, oh, um, how do you play it safe as a physician, but still pursue your dreams? And I'm not a risk taker. I'm a, I, I mitigate all risk. And so what I do is I always believe in asymmetric risk reward. And, and for those of you guys who listen to Chris's podcast, you know, he talks about that a lot where for every dollar we risk, we want to make $100 back. And so, yes, I'm a cardiologist. Pretty good job. I could get a job anywhere in the country, and it's a strong income stream. But guess what? If I take a risk and do something outside of cardiology, there's several ways to do it. Either cut down one day a week and try to do four days and then do that, which is what I did. Then I went down to three days, and then I did something else. And then until I felt comfortable backing off completely. The other way is, Look, take a risk for a year and have enough of a six-month savings uh, you know, to take care of all your typical expenses and take that risk. And worst case scenario, you will go back and go be become a cardiologist or oncologist or a nephrologist or whatever it is. Being a physician, you have a superpower that very few professions have. You're always employable and you can make a mid-six-figure income for the rest of your life no matter what. Mm, yeah, that's so so well said. So let's uh let's shift from you know kind of your core thesis into you know the work that you're doing you created limitless md you're speaking you're um, coding and you're also you have uh your ceo of uh, viking capital so tell tell um how you you know you created time freedom for yourself location freedom health freedom and now you're giving back so talk yeah. about that work so uh you know, I wanted to first figure out like, hey, look, I, all my income is coming from medical W-2, which is great. But if something happens, if I choose to take time off or, you know, I get disabled or something, I just want, didn't want all my eggs in one basket. So I learned real estate, started single family homes, quickly moved because there's a concept called LGS, leverage, growth and scale. You need to figure out whatever you're doing, see if you can learn to scale it because the more people you help, the more value you add, obviously, the more returns you can get. So then I moved to multifamily. Yeah, instead of helping one family have own own a home or rent it from from us, 
let me hope let me help a community right 200 families right so when you buy a 200 unit property you're helping 200 families so i thought i thought differently instead of like oh how many how much do i make for 200 for my 200 doors i'm buying i don't call it doors i call it 200 families and hmm. so that was that was interesting next is how many investors can i help double their wealth and so now you know physician i'm surrounded by an interesting group of people you may know them guys listening to the podcast there are a group of people who are highly smart highly intelligent but sometimes their financial IQ may not be as robust as their intellectual IQ. They're also known as doctors, right? And so I was one of them. So I had to learn a ton. I had to understand all these things. And then when I started doing it, I was like, hey, anyone else interested? And one thing led to another. And now we're one of the most respected, I think, physician investment firms out there where we're four doctors sort of buy doctors, if you will. And my myself and my partner, Ravi, we're both physicians and we're trying to help create financial freedom for physicians all over the country. And it's amazing because not we're one of the few firms that really educate first. We're like, hey, don't even invest with us. Learn, go through our courses, go through our knowledge, make sure this makes sense for you. You know, And even if it's a, someone else's deal, run a bias. We can give you the pros and cons. Because as Kiyosaki says, it's not the investment that's risky. It's the investor. And it's due mm-hmm. to lack of education. And so you know, we did a great job with our medical education. Financial education, not so much. And so that's why we as physicians have to take it upon ourselves to learn. And so now we have these multifamily opportunities where we do something called syndications, where we raise capital from a group of people. We put our own money and we buy these apartments. And it's a very simple concept because it's I can explain it to my my 10-year-old, and that's why I know, you know, I can wrap my head around it so I feel comfortable. If you don't understand something, please do not ever invest in it. Okay. That's a Warren Buffett rule, number one. So all we do is buy these apartment complexes that are already cash flowing. We infuse capital. We have a business plan and we do what we call forced depreciation. The property goes up in value. On top of that, we buy in good areas of the country where there's already a natural trend of more people moving in, jobs, growth. And so that's called organic appreciation. So between forced, us doing the business plan, organic, we we, we really achieve a good return. So you can expect a 1.8 to 2x multiple on your money. And for a lot of physicians out there, they're also looking for the tax benefits. So that's that, that makes sense. And then during the pandemic, I came across another thing, Chris. I was like, so many people were like, actually, for the first time, their medical situation was getting challenged. And this has never happened before, right? Surgical centers were closed. Uh, mm-hmm. People who were doing surgeries, optional, like elective surgeries or elective procedures where they were not having the volume. And it was the first time where physicians said, hey, my job is not as safe as I thought it was, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so in, I, I started being getting approached, Hey, can you help me? I noticed you're doing a lot of things outside of medicine, like what's going on. So I was on the phone for hours and hours, just helping people. Mm-hmm. And then someone told me, Hey dude, when did you start coaching? I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what you're doing is coaching, right? I was like, I yeah. guess I, I, I was just trying to help people, man. And so this mentorship and coaching sort of came just out of accident. And there's a two concepts, Chris, that I love to share with uh, the listeners, if something is easy and lucrative and fun, which I call ELF, easy, lucrative, and fun, you got to lean into it because it's sort of why you're here on this earth. It's your ikigai, right? It's You're probably good at it. You have a skill set for it. The world needs it, and you can get paid for it, right? Those are the four concepts of ikigai or the Japanese concept of your reason for being. And so that's when things are effortless. And then when things are hard, like you're doing something that's not in your skill set, you're not that interested in it, you're not willing to spend the time, energy, perhaps the world doesn't need it. And you may not get paid for it. That's called half hard, annoying, lame, and frustrating. 
<laughs> okay. I, I, I leaned into the coaching because it was just almost easy as effortless. The real estate became easy and effortless. And then the medical stuff, I love what I was doing, but I remembered it didn't give me all the five of my all, all five of my freedoms because I was physically stuck in a location in a clinic. I couldn't go travel. I couldn't speak at the conferences. I couldn't do whatever I wanted. And so, you know, now um knock on wood, we've been able to Chris uh for the last couple of years, I've been spending a month every year in a different country with my family. Nice. And so this is the power of achieving these freedoms. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, we're coming to the end. So, you know, what are some resources, YouTube channels, podcasts, books that you would recommend? And how can people contact you, follow you, or reach out to you on social media? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so my website is vikramraya.com. And that's a, that's a good place to reach out to me. And um, if, if I have a ton of free resources on my on my website there. And I have a podcast called the Limitless MD Podcast, which Chris, you're one of the top guests on. So <laughs> congratulations. And then um, I also have a YouTube channel and it's just my name, Vikram Raya uh, on YouTube. And again, my goal is to provide a ton of free content, a ton of free value. And, and if you're interested in learning more, just please reach out to us. But guys, all I'm asking is this, this year, decide how do you want to transition from becoming a linear MD to becoming a limitless one? Yeah. What excellent conversation. I really love this idea of wanting more and just contributing more and you, you have the tools and resources. It just takes that shift. Um, be sure to check out Vic's resources. They'll be in the links and show notes. And thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. Thanks, Chris. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you, wherever you are listening, if you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere, Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.